Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Uh, now let's get straight into it. Broncos finished ninth, 2023 gains. Reese Walsh, Jesse Arthur's returns, losses. Branko Lee, David Mead, Tamade Martin, Ryan Ma- uh, James, and Tyson Gamble. Oh fuck! <laughs> um, wins 13, losses 11, points 514-4 against 550. What a strange, strange year. You get to round 14 and you're sitting in the top four and you're going, holy shit. Look, the Broncos might not finish in the top four, but there's no way they're not going to make the top eight. Then they have one of the worst back end of seasons, like literally in the history of top eights. It's, I think it's the first time ever a team has fallen out of the top four so quickly. Uh, sorry, top eight, gone from the top four out of the top eight so quickly. Um, the back end of the year for the last one, two, th- one, two, three, four, five, six. Out of the last six games, they literally won one game, and it was against the Newey Knights. Guru, what do you think about the Broncos' year? Yeah, uh, I know that you've sort of been uh, you've had to wear a lot of the Kemp curse with the <laughs> Musley bars and stuff. And I remember after that game to Param- the, the game in round tw- nineteen where they beat Parramatta thirty-six to fourteen. We sat here and I said, I'm not even impressed. This is who the Broncos. I remember are. you messaged me and you were like, <laughs> you were like, mate, like, and I was like, yeah, Parra are pretty good, and you're like, yeah, but they've been pretty disappointing, and then boom, it's unlike me to be negative on Parramatta. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thirty-six to fourteen in that game, I thought, good on the Broncos. This is who they are, and yeah, as you said, they won one out of their last six games there. Uh, very disappointing, which also included losses to the West Tigers to St George Illawarra Dragons. Obviously played the Roosters, the Storm and the Parramatta Eels, but they were fighting with those teams at that point of the season. So, yeah, devastating. I think they're one of the more interesting sides coming into next year. They could go up by five spots or down by five spots. I've got Mm. no idea. Timmy, thoughts on the Broncos season? Mate, um, we've had a a bit of time to sort of sit back and and try and dissect, you know, the bottom eight sides who, who missed finals for, you know, a bit over a month now just about. I still have no idea with the Broncos and what's going on. Uh, like, 
to go from where they did to miss the aid in such an emphatic fashion, like such a downfall, it's just the only way that I see these sort of things happening is like internal issues, which we've seen a lot coming out around coaching staff next year and what not else. And I just don't understand. Like we saw it with Manly, with the Jersey Gator. Whenever there's an inner inner issue, it leads to just ridiculous drops in form. And but we still don't know exactly what that is. Yep. So, so there's just so so many unanswered questions with mm. the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, extremely disappointing end to the year. Look, it's good that you know the boys improved or whatever. There's clearly tension within the roster. Like, there's there's no denying. Like, I don't know who specifically or who tension at what, but there's clearly tension in the roster, tension in the admin because we had the recent report in regards to Benny Eichen and Kevin Walters not necessarily seeing eye to eye. The, that's when you have tension in ter- like in the admin in the roster, you see it on the rugby league field, and so whatever drama there is internally. The Broncos need to kill that and kill it quick because if they roll into another season with even a skerrick of like even a, a bit of drama, it's going to be a disaster season for them. It could, I mean, it could even get worse. Um, it is just bizarre to me that they can go so well for so long in the start of the year and then just completely fall off the face of the cliff. I will say, though, when you do look at their wins – they beat South Sydney round one, 11-4. Yeah, okay, like South Sydney lost quite a bit. Then they beat the Bulldogs, but then they lost to the Cowboys, they lost to the Warriors, they lost to the Roosters and the Penrith. So three out of those four sides end up being top four sides. Oh, sorry, top eight sides. Outside of that, they beat South Sydney twice. They didn't really beat another top eight side. Melbourne they lost to, North Queensland they lost to. Um, they beat Para. So Para and Cronulla, round eight. Cronulla are really the only two top eight sides in that bracket that they beat. <clears throat> Sorry, <laughs> oh, apologies, but right, were they top eight at the time? Oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Missing someone here can be. <laughs> <laughs> so Canberra, round fourteen, they would have been about. The attention a, wasn't on you for uh, fifteen. Seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Canberra, I think they would have been. Whereas I'm. Pretty oh maybe Roosters weren't in the top eight anyway. We'll just put it this way: overall, they actually really struggled against top eight sides outside of the the big game they had against Para, and then the game they against had against Cronulla. But I think if I recall that game correctly, Cronulla had an absolute Barry Crocker. Mm. Um, so do you think there's a chance of maybe the results weren't really expressing where they were really at, and they were actually winning against some of the lower tier teams and struggling against the top tier teams? Yeah, when you look at it on paper, I mean, it sort of screams that, doesn't mm. it? Um, I don't know. I, I just felt like <clears throat> there was a period there where you'd found, like, despite who you were versing, whatever, I just felt like there was a period there where I was just really impressed with the Broncos footy and that Adam Reynolds could be out and other guys would come in and they'd do a fine job. And But, yeah, I don't know. When you look back on it in that fashion, it is uh, a little bit worrying, isn't it? Because, like, you got... Second half of the season, lost to Melbourne, lost to North Queensland, lost to Sydney, lost to Melbourne, lost to Parramatta. Um, <clears throat> and like substantial losses, Melbourne by 60 to 12, Para 53 to 6. Um, 
I will say though that they definitely improved. Like there's, there just cannot be any denying. I also will say it was actually one of the most competitive top eights we've ever seen. Now they probably would have got to finals and got bounced out first week. But there has to be something to be said that they missed out on the year of one of the toughest top eights. If they win the Tigers game, they still would have had to win the St. George Dragons game, I'm pretty sure. So disappointing year for sure. I, I'm, I'm a bit concerned in regards to the, the internal stuff that's going on rather than the the result is devastating, but at least there's progress. You know, We're no longer at the bottom of the table. I think going into next year, Camby, that's what you've got to do. You, you divide it into two and you go, all right, football-wise, and that's what the playing roster should be worried about. They'll go, we know we can match it with, with top four sides. We know for a period we were a top four side. And like, there's no arguing. The footy they threw out there for, for a period, particularly in around that origin period where, where they were missing a number of players and they still got up. They, they won some really, really tough games with backs against the wall. That's what the playing roster should be worried about. And mm. they'll say, we know we've got it in us to, to not only be a final side next year, but potentially be a top four side. It's the board and the admin and all that that need to worry about all the off-field stuff. But from, as a playing group goes, the football was very good for a period of time there. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, you're totally right. Also, I do believe Reese Walsh at fullback is going to be... Because <sighs> it's interesting, um, Tessie came in and he went on a period. He played you know, outstanding games. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe Reese will have a bit of a challenge here for that fullback spot. And then, unfortunately, Tessie um, just struggled a bit. And Reese Walsh at the Warriors, he was usually one of their better players. So I think that added um, excellence in the back there will definitely help a lot. Um, I will say also, uh, Catewell towards the end of the year, he was struggling. We didn't know, but he actually needed a full fucking shoulder reconstruction. So that's a big, you know, a tough one. Staggs dropped off in a, um, a bit of form towards the end of the year. Selwyn Cobbo really began to tire towards the end of the year, but there was a period in, in the middle of the year where, holy, he was playing some really good footy. Um, then we had the Painhouse contract dramas. So it's, it's almost the most, out of all the clubs, it's almost the most bizarre season because so many things, different things went on. Uh, I will say some positives, though. Obviously, the signing of Reese Walsh, the emergence of Selwyn Cobbo, you know, he's an absolute out-and-out superstar. Just needs to just needs to get used to week in, week out first grade. He's young, he'll he'll get there. Um, but the biggest one is Patrick Carrigan for me. He was absolutely outstanding all year long. All year long. So the positive for the Broncos is they've found their next captain. Like he's locked in, their next captain, surely. And he's gonna come back even better from this World Cup. Yeah. So plenty of positives take out of it for Brisbane. Um, just shout out to David Meadham, Ryan James, who retired this year too. Just two of the better blokes yeah. I think we've had in a long time, those two. So congratulations to them on brilliant careers. Uh, but, yeah, obviously a bit of a sour taste for the Broncos at the back end of the season. They'd obviously – I think that they played good footy throughout the year, but I just felt like they'd restored pride in that jersey. Mm. Last three weeks of the season, they conceded 135 points. That's uh, 45 per game, and two of those games are at Suncorp. Shout out to the 42,000 poor bastards <laughs> that showed up to watch them get towed 60 to 12. Oh, my Fuck God. Hell. <laughs> this nightmare stuff. I think maybe next year, like I think this year, their spine on paper wasn't terrific. Even Adam Reynolds, you're like, he's an incredible organisational half. This year, he took his attacking out to another level because he had to in that mm. spine. But you know, if he wasn't quite firing, maybe points a little bit hard to come at it, come at at times. I think Reese Walsh will fix that. Mm. Uh, 
Look, I've said it a few times this year, but I think he's an out-and-out star, and I think mm. we're going to see it with the opportunity at the Broncos next year if they can get their affairs in order uh, and lift on what they did from the back end of the season. <coughs> but that's going to take a lot of pressure off, off Adam Reynolds just, just to put points on the board because I think he's a freak, and I, I can't wait to see what we're saying at Reese Walsh this time next year. Yeah, yeah, I think he's... Um <coughs> His second year of full, full full year of first grade, even with the Warriors struggling, he's really proven that he's an out-and-out superstar. Mm. Like even in games where the Warriors were handedly beaten, Reese Walsh was continuing to try everything he could. He's got that silkiness. He's got that special magic touch. He's a competitor. He wants the ball in his hands. In in like the game is on the line. Reese wants the <coughs> ball in hands. He's marketable. So when you're looking at a bird's eye view compared to where we were. The club is in a way better position. We get Reese Walsh back at a discounted rate, which is good as well. We've got Adam Reynolds. Kurt Catewell gets his reconstruction and he's good to go next year. Paddy Carrigan has become an Australian player. Payne Huss is an Australian player. You know, Flegler, I thought Flegler was outstanding this season. He really, really was. It, devastating into the year, but I think there's a lot to like. As long as the admin can get sorted, please, please get sorted. I think there's a lot to like in this young squad. I really do. We've got Herbie Farmworth will come back as well. Big, missed him a lot, especially Heaps. through the tougher periods. He was always that guy that would just, just effort after effort after effort. So there is light at the end of the tunnel. Tomorrow, Martin gone, Tyson Gamble gone. I believe Albert Kelly, he's been released yep. as well. Ezra, does that lock him in into the sixth jersey? Yeah, you've got to lock him in. Yep. Yeah, like towards the end of the year, yeah, he faded a little bit, I think. But I think he showed enough. To like, or we show plenty to be a long-term six, and I think we've made that commitment now. It'd be a bit weird to pull it back and say, "Oh, actually, sorry, you need another year in, in reserve." Great. I think Ezra Mam, he's a superstar of the future. It's just a matter of can he become a superstar at the Broncos, you know, or will he need to go to a club that is going to be playing top four, top six kind of footy all the time? And then you're running with Walters and Pakes, nine and fourteen. So nine for me is the area where I'm a bit. Yep. unsure of what they've got going on at the moment like Billy Walters is he a nine you know they chopped and changed so much that's one thing now maybe there was internal stuff going on with injuries and that but it's one thing that I, th I felt that the Broncos chopped and changed a bit too much with was with their nine instead of just sticking yep um <clears throat> I think Staggs needs to have a big year which is surprising because he, he played origin and he, a lot of people thought he was a bit unlucky not to get a, a second crack um but I do think that if you are the marquee strike outside back, you, you've got to put together a full season of high, high-quality footy. And, I mean, there were periods there where I thought his defence improved out of sight, like so, so good. Um, but I think he's, he needs to have a big year next year for sure. It's a weird season for Staggs. He sort of he played some of his best footy yeah. games that they actually lost. Yeah. Like against the Penrith uh, Panthers early in the season and the Roosters, I, I thought he was like one of the best on the field. Uh, but, I mean, in saying that, mate, you came to ninth. When, you, when he didn't really have his greatest season, I don't think it's only thing he's got a lot more to show. So there are plenty of positives there. Yeah. And, like, when you look at, like, I think Selwyn and Corey Oates were literally in, like, the most areas of the comp. So, like, and I think even Staggs was up there as well. So, like, these are things that can be trained and taught, whereas, like, the, the intangibles that Staggs and Selwyn and Coates, uh, Oates have, that, that can't be taught. So, like, all we need to do is reduce some errors from outside backs and, you know, as good as Katoni is, and hands down with ball in hand, and defensively, he was terrific this Improved year. Improved heaps this year. Yeah, outstanding. He just, he waits for the game to come to him at times. <coughs> and we, we touched on this earlier in the year, Campy, and if 
he's going to be, as you said, the, the strike weapon in that team, which he is, if it's not coming to him, he needs to go and find the ball yeah. and put his stamp on the game. Mm. Because yeah. that's what the best centers in the NRL do. And look no further than Joey Marner, who if the ball's not coming to him, oh. he finds a way to get involved in the game. Yep, absolutely. So hopefully they can. All, all in all. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, look, the, the ending disappoint is just disappointing. Like, yeah, okay, we improved, but to go out like that just, just puts a sour taste in your mouth. But... Bird's eye view, if you take it back and you look at the last three or four years, there is a lot to like going into next year for the Broncos as long as they can get certain things sorted. Because put it this way, I don't think anyone's denying they've got a top eight roster now. <coughs> Fair? Definitely. Yeah, no, I agree. Yep. Whereas like I think I think the last couple of years you could make an argument for do we have the halves, do we have the fullback? Whereas now you go, look, this is a top eight roster. Like they, they should definitely be making the top eight. So that's a positive. That's a positive. That's a positive. 